Hello and welcome to the Union Break, the part of your day where you can sit back, relax, and learn a thing or two about unions. I'm your host Bronte, and let me just say, moving sucks, especially during a pandemic and especially in the middle of session. Today's episode is just that, the mid-session legislative report. If we remember at the start of this session, the Oklahoma AFL-CIO was tracking around 400 bills. That number is now down to 77. This is due to the first deadline passing, the Committees of Origin, where all bills must be heard in their committees, House bills and House committees, Senate bills and Senate committees. After the deadline, February 25th, those bills in the House that had not been heard in committee were considered dormant pursuant to the rules. This essentially killed those unheard bills for the year. They can still be brought back to life next year, but for the rest of session, those bills have gone bye-bye. An interesting point to note is that bills aren't considered 100% dead unless that bill was read in committee and voted against. Good to know, right? Anyway, back to the deadlines. Since we had our freak February winter storm of 2021, the Senate appropriations deadline was pushed back even further, and it wasn't until the first week of March that bills sent to the Senate Appropriations Committee and not heard were considered dormant. After a bill makes it through committees of origin, it then goes on to the floor of origin. House bills left House committees and were set on the House floor agenda, same with Senate bills on the Senate floor agenda. The legislation had a few long days with this one. The floor chamber of origin deadline was March 11th, and they had hundreds of bills to read and went late into the night. The clock was ticking, and if a bill was not heard before the second deadline, the bill would become dormant pursuant to the rules. And that's how we went from 400 bills to 77. Two deadlines passed, two to go, and then to the governor's desk. This week, thankfully, was spring break for a lot of the kids and spring break for the legislation. The House was in session Monday and Tuesday, and the Senate went through Wednesday. Next week, it will pick back up again with the bills crossing into opposite committees. Senate bills will be in House committees and House bills in Senate committees. The third deadline is opposite committee deadline, and the fourth is the opposite chamber. Bills may have to go into conference committees if amendments are not agreed upon, but we'll cover that if any of our tracked bills happen to go through this. And then it's off to the governor's desk if a bill makes it successfully all the way through. We have nine bills still left on our priority list. Three we support, House Bill 1059, a motor license bill, House Bill 2239, the presumption bill for workers' compensation that First responders with COVID-19 are presumed to have caught it on the job, and House Bill 2873, the pro-working man and woman universal licensing bill that has been in the works for over a year now. There are three we are neutral on, House Bill 1146, a merit protection bill, House Bill 1150, a bill giving the CIB power to define categories and limitation on plumbing licensing, and Senate Bill 317 the 16-year-old student electrical intern bill. If you remember, this was on our priority list a few weeks ago, and we opposed it. But now, new language has been added to the bill and limits the student intern to just one per job site. That's why we have to keep such close eyes on these bills. They can change for the good or the bad very quickly. And last, we oppose three bills. House Bill 2007, the bill that will allow apprentices to sit on the journeyman test with no experience, 
This is bad because it will set the apprentice for career failure if they try to apply for employment elsewhere and don't have the skills required to back the title of journeyman. Senate Bill 324, which removes any liability for an employer intentionally requiring employees to work in unsafe conditions, meaning an employee can't sue their employer even if the employer knew that they might get hurt on the job and still sent them out there. And finally, Senate Bill 634, a payroll deduction bill. This is a bad bill that is actually coming from out of state. Groups like ALEC and Americans for Prosperity send out legislation all across the country trying to push anti-working men and women laws. This law would require teachers to re-up their authorization for their union payroll deductions for their union dues. It is a law that is unnecessary and unwanted. Teachers all across Oklahoma are coming out and saying they don't want this law. And payroll employees all across Oklahoma are worried about the extra paperwork, the extra time needed, and the extra manpower that will be needed to process all of this without any funds being allotted. It's just a bad bill all around, and we hope to kill it in the House Committee or on the House floor. Thanks for joining me today. Keep your eyes open for the next episode. We are having our first guest, Jessica Martinez-Brooks. She is running for Oklahoma City Council in Ward 3, and I will be interviewing her. Make sure you give it a listen. If you have any suggestions for episode ideas, or if you have any questions, you can email me at theunionbreak at okaflcio.org. If you would like to join our app, just text OKAFLCIO to the number 888-403-4140. That was OKAFLCIO, one word, to the number 888-403-4140. The All Aboard code is OKAFLCIO. Well, that's all for today. I'll catch you next time on your next Union Break.